You never you never lived in LA as a working actor. No, okay. it's one of my regrets. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest country on earth. Welcome to Bob's and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things the Disney company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about Turning Red Gets a Trailer, Haunted Mansion Holiday is Turning 20. That's 20! 20! Mini parades make their way back to Disneyland, Marvel hits big on Black Widow and gives us a what-if trailer, but there's still no Spider-Man trailer as of this recording. And in our main segment, we discuss the best reasons for going somewhere other than Disneyland when you're in Los Angeles and why there aren't any other reasons to go somewhere else. My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my brother on the mic, my co-camp counselor for our dad camp. Oh, yeah. Absolute That's Aaron right. Robbins. Hey! Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to, this is the uh, this is the dad camp, summer camp, camp room. This also, is, uh, I think this is this, our rec room. This, this is our, where summer camp happened. We are recording in a new room this brand week. Brand new studio. I hope you can hear all the audio delight that comes with new digs. It smells so good in here. It does. It smells like a proper studio, which is something between foam, paint, carpet, and electricity. Just fresh. Yeah. It smells fresh. It does. It's cooler in here. We're not sweating as much. I know. You have a nice And this is like our own glow. little space. Yeah. You look fantastic. Oh, good. We've got like a whole, we've got like a whole aqua and pink uh, lighting yep. combo. It, it's like a baby reveal that like hasn't gone wrong yet. <laughs> That's right. We're still, still not track. sure. Yeah. But it feels great. It not, feels, not our baby. I'm just saying more generally. Yeah, let's really set everybody's expectations. It's like we, it's like we decorated for a baby yes, reveal. Right. Uh, a baby reveal party. Yeah. Did you? You didn't do that, right? No. Like that's a thing that is like oh, no, a generation yeah. after us, not a generation after yeah. us, but like ten years, a decade, right. a decade yeah. after we like started decade, having kids. Yeah, it was like it, it coincided with Instagram. Yeah, it did. Right. That's yeah. like a yeah. I, I can't even imagine doing that. Welcome to episode sixty-eight. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are gonna have so much fun with this episode because we are in a new new recording new spot. space. It feels so good. Yeah. Did you want to talk about Dad Camp? We talked about it a little bit on the last episode well, when the Mouse Teenager was on. Right. Uh, Kennedy and you talked about it. Yeah. We didn't, and that was a delight for me to hear. By the yeah. way, I enjoyed fun. hearing it. But yeah, last week we had the uh, the we had the uh, experience of. All of our kids being together in one place, yeah, just you which and has I. never happened before. Just you and I watching The Brood. And my kids had a blast. They had a great time. What a fun thing as a kid. It's like, we're going to take you to this place where we work. There won't be any adults there, really. Yeah. Uh, just, just, uh, <laughs> Pretty much do whatever you want. We're going to take you in a room that's got like colored furniture, pianos. Yep. You, you can just you can skateboard in there if you want a little bit. Like, want to. There's a drum set. There's yeah. a podcasting studio. Like, how much fun for a kid? And, and then can... after that, we took them over to another space where it's like, Hey, knock yourself out. Innovation Lab. Yeah. 3D printers. There's crickets. There's Google. What, what do we call those things? Jamboard. Jamboards. Yeah. Uh, just like it was fun. Uh, just a stimulating place. It felt like we had a really awesome summer camp for one day. Yeah. It was really fun. I'd like to do it again. I maybe sort of want to start a summer camp. I've always wanted to. I know. I know. It's another thing. How was your week other than uh, we've we spent a lot of time together this week and, and that makes me happy. 
makes yeah, me happy. It's been going fine. You know, there's been stuff that we've been watching. You know, Black Widow and Monsters Workplaces out tonight. So yep. I'm excited about that. And I watch Mysterious Benedict Society. Yeah, finally, yeah. So we talked about a little bit really about that, that. On, on, on the Patreon. So, I mean, it's been going good. I'm gearing up for the last big hurrah before my daughter enters uh, high school. Oh, my gosh. So yes. that's happening next week. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Next week? Yeah, next week. She starts school next week? No, I'm going on the hurrah. The hurrah is happening next oh week. Are you okay? Is everything still, is yeah, fl- uh, blood still flowing? Yeah. yeah you I was like, does she go to year-round school? What's going on here? No, she goes to public school. How's your week going? <laughs> uh, my week is good. I spent some time doing this studio uh, yeah. this week, which was great. Great work, great work. Oh, I, 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 I put it in mind with like, I hope Aaron likes it. Yeah, no. I hope Aaron likes it, and I, I know you will improve it, but I spent some time doing this, and... My wife is going out of town this weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, she's flying to Boston. And so I've got the kids. It's going to be a dad weekend, dad extended weekend. Yeah. She leaves on Thursday, comes back on Monday. Wow. So uh, it's going to be me and the kids. And I feel like we're going to do some comic book stores. Good. Maybe you guys come over for a movie. Yep. We definitely got some other movie plans. And, oh, fun. Uh, it's it's going to be a good, good time. Good time. Episode 68. I'm jazzed for this episode. I know you I'm are. I'm so excited. This is more of a freestyle episode yep uh less structured than is normal which puts me in a very uncomfortable position yeah, yeah. but uh i i'm willing for you to steer the ship in ah, fact I'm i so i'm excited. looking forward to it it's a very la centric uh episode yeah sort of like what do you what what can you do other than disney yeah and why should you not do those things yeah exactly like alternatives to if you just for some reason couldn't go to disneyland here's some other things you could do with your day but then the reason why Disneyland is what it is and can never be replaced or alternativized. Yeah, before so we before that, we get into that. Should it news time? Did you like my um, uh, beatboxing? I beatboxing, did like your yodeling? beatbox. Yeah, did you do that beatbox? No, I wish. I wouldn't be doing the Sound show brilliant. if I could beatbox like that. You've got a pretty solid, you, you're pretty solid beatboxer. Let's get into the news. Let's do it. It's time for news. Oh, we do that at dinner and my kids love it because they're like, but like when we when we get to do that, it's time for news. Oh, like we have the real O guy here, and I'm like, yeah, that's right, I am the O guy. You are the O guy. Oh. Uh, I will. I also do that at, at home, <laughs> and uh, and so I go. It's time for news, and then everybody goes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's great when I when I hear that O, I always picture the Pringles guy. Is that weird? Like the like the guy with the mustache yeah, on the, yeah, the Pringles, Pringles mask. So always the vision that comes to my head when I hear that. Oh, I yeah, picture the Pringles I guy. I see that. All right, I think that is who says it. Is uh, that is the the Pringles guy? Does that guy have a name? Is it Mr. Pringle? Let's go with Mr. Pringle. Should be Mr. Pringle. The Six Flags guy was called Mr. Six. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's time for news. Oh. <laughs> Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. That was a young guy, right? It was a young guy. Yeah. Is that still cool? Is it cool to do that? Uh, you mean that... To, to take like a really young person and, and put, put them, them in an in, old person's in body? And then make them dance and stuff like that? Is that acceptable? I don't, was it? Was it at that time? It felt odd, but that... That campaign did well for them. I know it Mr. did. Mr. Six became a thing. Mr. Six became a really big thing. And yeah. then they had like a Mr. Six face character at Six Flags Parks. Oh, really? That you yeah. would like, like you would go taken with and he would like, interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess it feels like we're getting ready for the news. I think we're already in the news. Oh, welcome to the news. <laughs> Lots of fun news. Aaron. Hey, hey. This morning I was hey. prepping the show. 
<laughs> early in the morning. Using that word lightly. Oh, the news part. The you news part. It's probably the news part, the yeah. news part uh, this morning. Yeah. And I get a text message, not text message, I got an email, email from uh, Walt Disney Pictures. Oh, great. Uh, with a press release about the new teaser trailer for Turning Red yeah. from Pixar. Did you know about this this morning? No, they don't send me the press releases. Why did you get one and I didn't? Because I'm the producer of the show. I guess so. Wow. <laughs> the way it goes. Right on. I, I don't want to have to... I only bother the talent with things that are important for right. you to know about. You don't want to have your inbox swamped no, with that I, type I of stuff. No. Did you know that Turning Red uh, dropped a teaser trailer? No, I didn't. I haven't seen it. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. You just watched the Turning Red trailer. Yeah. I just watched the Turning Red trailer. Yeah. Your initial reaction, because you are number one Pixar fan. Yeah. There's a lot to like about this. It's uh, it feels like a trailer versus a teaser. It runs tra- yeah, it feels it length. feels like a trailer length. Yeah, uh, yeah, trailer length and definitely. If they release nothing more than this, that would be perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, uh, I really liked it. I'm I was I thought super cute setup. Love, love yes. it. and uh, I don't know how how the panda thing actually works out. I'm not really sure about, but this is classic Pixar. Very you classic. Think, Pixar. Like I love the environment. I love the animation. Uh, there's two shots in the trailer that have. Uh, uh, little throwies, little graffiti throwies up on the building. So I was trying to see if I could oh, so if, figure if, out what if, the if there were nods. Is. Yeah. yeah, if there were nods in there in those. Um, but then, and then this is how all of their trailers out. At then, at the end, you're like, that is so interesting. What is this about? What's going on? What's, what's happening? Going on? Like, what is the story here? Like, what's going on? And, you, and they leave you wanting because uh, you don't really know what the what the hero's arc is here. I feel like this trailer gave more about the story than typical Pixar trailers yeah. do. You know, I, and. I, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. Oh I wasn't goodness. crazy about this. I, I, I it, The announcement of this didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I know it made Kennedy uproariously laugh yeah. uh, when they announced it. And and we talked about whether or not this would be something that we, we look forward to. I have kids that are going through adolescence right now. Yeah. You have kids that are in adolescence right now. Yep. I think uh, the story about uh, how embarrassed uh, a, a parent can make a kid or how embarrassed a kid feels growing up yeah. is, is just a wealth of storytelling opportunity. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Important. But the thing that struck me the most mm. in this trailer, is not the more than anything else, not the graffiti, okay. not the story of a 12 year old girl that when she gets embarrassed, turns into a gigantic red panda, way bigger than like, I thought, way bigger, like Hulk sized yeah. uh, panda is the use of the backstreet boys yeah. song larger than life. Yeah. In the trailer, it hit me as when when that started playing, I was like, "That's Backstreet Boys." Yeah, it's happening. And then I thought, certainly they're not going to play lyrics in this song. Yeah, but they do. Yeah, and I thought, wow, they're using a Backstreet Boys song in promotion of Pixar. And then it hit me that is a retro song at this point. Oh yeah, that 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 make you feel old. Years old. Yeah, and that made me feel old, and that made me realize, oh yeah, okay, statute limitations on. Backstreet Boys being a really silly thing to use in a trailer is uh, yeah, you don't it's feel now like it, fully allowed. You don't feel like uh, it fits with the sort of like the, the coming of age teen girl sort of like it feels. Uh, for us, for us to know that right. that is a not teenage girl thing 20 years ago. Okay, yeah. But not now. Now yeah, it'd be all yeah. K-pop groups. Right now. BTS. You're making me feel bad. Let's move on to another thing. I like the well, I'm making you feel old? Yeah. By <laughs> pointing that out? Yeah. My knees already make me Listen, feel Listen, that old. song's great. I don't need trailers. Yeah, it I is. I love that song. Are you, it's Larger Than Life. Larger Than Life. I believe the video. I don't know the words. Take it away. See, the problem is I do know all the words. <laughs> I'm sure you do. And now this is just oh, your, come on. This is your like, subversive, you, passive-aggressive yeah. way of making fun of me. It's because I'm going to make fun of myself. You can't hold back. I know my friend too well. Oh, come on. 
I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yes, you I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. Don't deny that Backstreet Boys. Everybody's wondering. This is going to ultimately be like the movie Black Widow if you don't deliver right now. Right on. I think the trailer is fantastic. Love the setting. Love oh the Oh my anime. God, we're back again. That's not how the Bro, song the goes. Sisters, everybody. That's a different song. That's Aww, a different song. We didn't want that song. song. We wanted Scott Storm sitting over there in his chair. Oh, that's right. He's holding back, but he can't win this fight. Oh, come on. Because that makes him larger than life. Oh, you. People, can't you see, can't you see How your love's affecting our reality Every time we're down, you can make it right And with me now That makes you larger <laughs> Couldn't hit it. Really, Let's try it again. Really fell apart. That does make you larger than life. Oh, thank you very much. You're and very thank welcome. you for that news story. I enjoyed it. I'm very excited about oh, Turning I'm, Red. It's going to be great. Hey. It's uh, perfect. It's a perfect song because she is larger than life. And all you people, can't you see, can't you see? That's the other thing. Like, everybody everybody sees her, and she gets yeah. very nervous. It's, it's cute. It's, it's actually genius, genius use of that song. It, genius use of that song. It really song. is. Um, Backstreet Boys getting paid. <laughs> some of them. Way to go, Backstreet Boys. Yeah, some of them don't I think they. Uh, I think they were in Vegas, right? Or they were in Oh, Vegas. really? Yeah, they were, like, touring. They were in wow. Vegas. They had a show I'll be completely while. honest with you, Scott Storm. In this news segment right yeah. here in my head, the entire time we were doing this news segment, I was thinking of NSYNC. Different group. I'm Different so sorry. group. No yeah. Aladdin's in that group. Okay. Mouseketeers, though. Mouseketeers, for sure. Like a couple of Mouseketeers. Oh, I didn't know that. But no Aladdin's. What else you got on the old news docket Well, here? this is just a heads up for everybody. I love a heads Disneyland up. Disneyland Jungle Cruise is set to open June 16th. Yes. We talked about Jungle Anaheim, Cruise. Yeah. In Anaheim. It's mm-hmm. open right now in Walt Disney World. Yep. It's been operating the entire time of the uh, changeover you in Walt Disney You close that World. in Florida? They got enough can't problems. Close that. You can't, can't close, close Jungle Cruise. Can't close that in Florida. But it has been closed in, uh, in Disneyland, and it's reopening on July 16th. We've already talked about the changes that are coming. Yeah. Uh, Disney Parks blog has a good amount of photos of what that looks like. Yes. Uh, very favorable reviews from you and I of what we have seen. Yeah. Looking forward good. to seeing it up and running. So this is just a, hey, did you know? Did you know? Jungle Cruise I heard is a, set to reopen. I heard, a, I heard it on the 16th. I heard it on the 16th is correct. Yeah. Other than that... There's a news story that you're going to have to explain to me. Okay. I would delight in doing that. And it is a news story that says... You see, boy bands were a phenomenon mm. in the late 90s. It was. In which they would go to malls and they would hand select people out of the sweet shop, the cookie store, yeah. uh, HGM, that's something. And Sometimes put, a Disney parade. Disney parade. <laughs> and they would put them together people. and give them things to sing. And it was wildly successful. It really was wildly successful. And we need more of them. There are multiple times when I was like this close to being in a boy band. I think you're still that close. I can't do it anymore. I'm too uh, old. Don't sell yourself short. I'm too old. Uh, no doubt about that. What What do you need me to explain to you? Haunted Mansion Holiday is turning 20 years old. The holiday overlay. The holiday overlay. Is turning 20 years old. 20 years old, which that you don't have to explain that to me. I understand how time how, works. Time works. Okay. I understand that. Great. However, for this 20th anniversary... It was announced that that the gingerbread for this year's house uh, is going to be made up of recalls from all, all previous, the other ones. Oh, all that's so years. wonderful! What a great idea! So, so there is something. I think maybe they maybe they released the shot of the gingerbread house. Oh, you can't look at that. That's I, sacrilege! Don't I, do I, it. I am. I'm looking at it right oh, now. Oh, you maybe you've broken the spell for yourself. And then it seems like there are things, and then they're pointing out what year oh, those things are. Oh, Kennedy is going to love this news story. So, do you want to explain this to me? Do you want to explain how the gingerbread house, or to me and to our listeners, 
uh, some of whom have not experienced Haunted Mansion Holiday, how the gingerbread house works, why this is something people should be interested in. So when you're in the Haunted Mansion for the holiday overlay, after you get out of the seance room, you come around the corner into the dining scene and in the table there uh, where Jack Slay has crashed through, I believe, into that dining sequence, uh, there's a gingerbread house uh, on the table there and they change it every year. Oh, so is that far away? Yeah, it's down. It's, yeah. it's down where the Pepper's ghost effects are. You mean uh, the ghosts? Sorry, it's down where the actual ghosts are, right. where they're dancing and hanging out. Yeah, it's on the it's on the table there. I think they pipe in gingerbread scent if I can. Oh, that? That's I think delightful. Anyways, it's different every year, and so uh, one of Kennedy Nice things is to, you know, make sure we don't see that on Instagram. It's really hard. Make is sure it? You, yeah, it's, well, hard it's to gonna be really hard because I'm gonna send it to you. Oh, great! So you could see. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, see it you, this year. you want to not see it. So every time we write it together, and then when you go around the corner, it's just such great anticipation as you round the corner, and then you get to see. And we're always like, "Please break down, please break down," because we just want to. So you can just sort of study uh, the gingerbread house, it. and it sounds like they're gonna they're gonna do bits and pieces of it from all the other years, which is just a that's a sweet fun thing to do if you like the holiday overlay. There are nods to it. Uh, Twenty yeah. years of nods to it. Now, is this something that you can buy as a souvenir? No. Uh, no, I don't. You think can't. So, so no. you can't get. An, that's so weird, isn't it? Weird that you can't get, you can't get a, uh, an ornament of the gingerbread house that for your for tree. That year? Not yeah. that I know of. Yeah, that seems like a seems real like missed a, opportunity, like don't you a, agree? Like a a ride Easter egg at this point in time. That seems like it's coming into its own. Well, it seems like it. I'm pretty excited about that. Are and you Ken- excited for it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ken- well, I'm excited for Kennedy. She's going to like this news. You know, I'm not excited about. this. I know that you're not. That's all right. I'm I'm excited for other people to be excited. I'm hearing I'm hearing the conversation in my household now, and it's it's like I mean uh, I mean we just went to Universal and Disneyland, and we went and to the, but they're like well we yeah, have to see this 20th anniversary gingerbread house. I have house. to see this, Dad. Have to see it. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, and you can't even say, I'll, I'll. How about if I just buy the ornament? How about yeah, we just go to down, downtown no Disney and buy the yeah. ornament? Wow, how much fun! Very like fun. That. What else you got? Uh, mini parades, also known as character cavalcades, made uh, their right. way back to Disneyland this week, which is something to celebrate. Of course, yeah. Disneyland has been in a socially distant character uh, it's, it's setup. The parade control is because of the crowds that the parades draw, not because the parade floats themselves need to be socially distanced. They always were. They always were. But it's the congregation of people Lots of waiting people. around for an extended period of time, park, you know, finding your ideal spot. Why are we not just going back full parade? Like I if, don't if we're know. waiting in line, which is similar to a parade experience, why not we just why don't we just go full parade? I don't understand this. I don't understand the purpose of the character cavalcade. They are just mini parades. Yeah. I guess they're it's supposed to be because it's spontaneous, so they just come out whenever they feel like coming out so people can't plan for them to come out. Do you think this is a crowd control thing that's larger than COVID? That this has nothing to do with COVID? This is maybe we just do cavalcades now and parades are actually, in Disneyland especially, I don't know if you want to call them a problem. People love parades, so they're good. I I have learned to like them. I like Paint the Night. They're very congested. They they cause a lot of congestion. And and they they cut Disneyland in half. And they cut yeah. off part of the part of the park for a while because people have to get in line to wait for the parade, then experience the parade, and then disband from the parade. So it's a chunk of time. The Disneyland parade route is a very odd route. Yeah, it 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 the way it comes through the park is in a very inconvenient way. Yeah, comes out by Small World, comes right. down through Matterhorn, then loops through by in front of Alice, and then right down Main Street. Yes, and loops around into great moments. And you yeah. have advocated for a uh, a highway or a. Uh, 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 overpass. Yeah, parade uh, pass. A parade overpass. Yeah. Uh, so you can elevate the parade up for people to see and people can continue to walk over underneath to the Matterhorn it, yeah. underneath. I, I don't know. Maybe this is, 
I, I, if I'm being, you know, I mean, you know how I feel about parades and I know how you feel about parades. I think if you were to eliminate parades and only have these cavalcades, these mini parades, I think that's a darn shame. Right. Uh, I think that the parade is a spectacle as much as it is fire, as much as fireworks or phantasmic or any of those things that you go to gather to watch. And it is, there is something so, there's something that's so wonderful about sitting on the parade route and hearing that music start and for like, 30 minutes, just nonstop music and action and, and characters waving to you. And you see a ton of characters yeah. and the interactions that happen there on the float or the people who are off the float that come into the crowd. Yeah, that's the thing. It's And, and you, you're never going to get that with a cavalcade. You, this, uh, you'll get a, a fraction of it. But you'll never get the whole thing. This episode is about alternatives and then why those alternatives are not real alternatives. Right. And I think that the parade is a good sort of new stand in for that and that even though I don't like parades, like there is something that's irreplaceable. Like fireworks are not the same thing. I think parades might be even more impactful than fireworks because fireworks are such a passive sure. happening up in the sky. You're yeah. watching, you're being entertained, but it's a very passive experience. You're not looking at each other at all. A lot of people are like, ooh, did you see that one? But very right. rarely do you look at somebody during a fireworks show and go like, that was neat. Oh, did you have we fun with an that? experience there. But a parade, the actual interactions that happen between the floats, the, I don't know what you call the characters that are not like main characters. They're just, they're like dancers and yeah. stuff. Dude, yeah. they come up right up next and have very personal interactions yes. with people. That's not replaceable. No, it's not. And those are magical moments. Every single Super time much, one of those yeah. people make contact with a kid or a family or something like that, that is a magical moment that happens. It happens for five seconds, yeah. but it's it happens. really impactful. And it really is. It's yeah. really impactful. I mean, and again, I, I know that me watching parades and interactions watching entertainers perform in that way yeah it cultivated a love of performance in me that made me want to do that i saw that and i wanted to do it and then i was able to do it and a lot of it is because it is a musical theater experience Mm -hmm. it's a moving musical theater experience that is uh that's compromised when it's smaller yeah in, in in more ways than I th- maybe that you mean. I think one of the neat things about parades for me is, is Disney ones too. I haven't seen other parades. I mean, I've seen like state, you know, like county yeah, parades and right. things like that. But one of the neat things about a Disney parade is all those people are trained. Like they're very good performers. They're very good entertainers. And they don't, when they do these interactions, these magical moments when they look at your kid, when they look at you and they wave, uh, is they don't lose step with what they're doing. Sometimes they, no. they're continuing to sing while yeah. they're doing it or at least mouth the words. They have the same smile. They have the same skill. But then, so they're involved in this very high level production but then they take time out to to look at you and say hi to you. And there's this message there that is you're you're worth my time. You're yeah. worth it. Yeah, I, yeah. I am doing something skilled, entertaining. Lots of people are watching me. I'm the center of attention. But for a second, I'm going to turn the center of attention to you because you're worth it. And I like that. And, and only Disney can do that where they, they don't break a beat. They they, they stay in character. They yeah. stay smiling. And But you, they bring you into the show. And that way they elevate you instead of elevating themselves. And I, and I don't think you can do that at a cavalcade. And I think the bigger the parade, the more that's impactful it's impactful when a star takes time out to say hi to you or right. your kid i like right. when they do it to me like I'm, i know i get giddy at 45 i do too i'm still like yeah that's cool I was mickey kinda, waved at yeah, me i was like, kind of part of it for a little yeah. while did you see the girl with the thing she was like she did a little batani thing at me just at yeah, me i know i like it and sometimes like and they make eye contact with you they're, like, they're looking at me and all of their eyes have they all have scott storm eyes just they all have pierce, yeah, they well, just pierce your soul it's the surgery yeah yeah, I mean, every, right, every, the Disney, everybody the gets the same eye surgery. Yeah, everybody right. gets the Disney yeah. eye surgery when you when you come into the company that way. Right on. Yeah, cavalcades, smaller, more impromptu. I say bring parades back. Yeah, bring parades back. That's what I say. But I'm happy to see this. Was that a the, bush, or were you expecting me to come? come it's back like in? a just a general general politician, politician guy. general politician gotcha. guy. Uh, but I am happy to see them moving in this direction. That makes me very happy. Right on. 
not as much as the Marvel What If trailer made me happy, though. Did you get a chance to watch this this no. week? No. Oh, of the, the comic book thing that's that's on Disney+. Plus. That's right. Yeah. What If is coming to Disney+, Plus in August, which made me really excited. Wow, that's soon. Very soon. They released a trailer, all animated. Uh, m- multiple of the Marvel actors are reprising their, their voice roles. Oh, wow. Some of them are not. But it, but the what if series of comic books is has always been one of my favorites because it's just sort of, hey, what if Spider Man, what if the Punisher had Spider Man's powers, right? It's just yeah. these crazy things. What if, I remember, what if Gwen Stacy never died? I mean, yeah, those those who are these uh, run at eleven in, in, minutes cla- or are these full like twenty. I think they're full. I think they're full episodes. Wow. Uh, exploring those ideas exploring those ideas Fun. so the ones that you see depicted in the trailer is what if killmonger from black panther rescued tony stark oh wow and sort of how how they come together and what if peggy carter was the one who got the super soldier serum instead of steve rogers which i'm sure you'll be very excited to watch sounds fascinating and so i just i love the i i love those types of story ideas right just yeah. let's My just go with spinning it. off a cliff with that whole Captain Captain America. I know. Captain America. I know. And there's and Marvel Zombies are in this. And so oh, cool. I'm excited to see that animated. It looks great. So I'm I could not be more excited right about on. it. And they dropped the trailer this week. Yay. Other so, than that. That feels like the news, which is good because we got a lot to talk about this. We got episode. a lot to talk about. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, you're going to Los Angeles on vacation. What are the best reasons to not go to Disneyland and go somewhere else? Yeah. And why are there no other places to go but Disneyland? Yeah. It's a best and worst episode, and we're coming up next. Not we are coming up next, that, but that's coming up next. That we will also segment, be coming with you're it. You're going to really enjoy it. So. Oh, you're going to love it. So after whatever plays here, you should keep listening. There once was a town that worked so hard, there was just no time for play. But that all changed on this one particular day. Welcome back. I'm immensely entertaining. I know that. Okay. I know that. But I've it takes a true. lot of mental concentration to be to this entertaining. That, that level of entertainment. Yeah. You have to get in a space. You need a whole room for it with colored lights and a whiteboard, apparently. How inspired are you being in this place? Right I love now? it. It feels, honestly, it feels like what should have always been. It feels like what should have always been. The other been. podcast studio, I loved it. It will be the birth. This is actually the birthplace of Bob Sleds and Mantis. It Mantras. is. Uh, it but is. but the other one is has hosted sixty five episodes. That was where that was where we grew up. That's where we grew up, and yeah. so I'll always miss it. But it is not lit well. It smells. It's sweaty as all get out. It's like recording in a closet. Yeah, it is a closet. Which a lot of podcasters do that. Yeah, but we have been doing it regularly. It's not our closet. It's yeah. like going into somebody else's closet and recording right. a podcast. Right. So yeah. had good mics in there, but we are now in this place, and uh, it feels, feels great. Good. Yeah, feels it feels good. Feels great. It's only going to get better from here. That's the I great know, thing. I know. Hey, Welcome. so you had this idea. Welcome to an alternate reality. Alternate reality where you were heading to Southern California. Yeah. 
And maybe a Disneyland trip is not what you want to do. I don't know why that would be the case. Yeah, or there's like a day. Like you're there for you're there for five days, and yeah. two of the days you just you can't go to Disneyland. It's closed for uh, it's closed for cleaning. Sorry, folks. Moose outside should have told you. Yeah, so you have to find something else to do with your with your day. That's right. That's not Disney. And we are we have in talking about this, we're discussing LA centric things. Yeah, things and we around. recognize Disney is in Orange County in Anaheim specifically. Yep. But when you're talking about Disneyland alternatives, you really are more or less looking for stuff that is happening in and around Los Angeles yeah, in general. The greater Los Angeles right. area, San Diego not included. See Scott for details. See me for details. I guess you could include San Diego if you're talking Carlsbad, Oceanside. Yeah, Lego but that's Land, a hike. I mean, SeaWorld. I, yeah. I, I guess uh, doable in a day. Plenty of families do it. They you do, they you do could do a it. SeaWorld Day or a Legoland Day. I took a look at Zuma Beach, for example, up in Malibu, mm-hmm. and I was and I was thinking that's a great place to go instead of Disneyland. However, is that too far? Is no, that too it's far? Not. No. It's not. Oh, okay. Not well, I guess we get into your list. Well, go we ahead. Did, Why don't you start? Oh, really? We're going to start with me? All right. Well, yeah. day one. So my point is I, I didn't put Zuma because I thought it was too far away. Okay. So that's why I wouldn't put I spared, Carlsbad or San Diego. I spared no expense. All right. Disneyland is closed for the day. You need something to do. So here's your day. The first thing it's going to start off with is a, is a trip down to Grand Central. Well, are we going back? Are we bouncing back and forth? Or are you giving me your entire itinerary? This is just this is number one. Okay, this for, is your which, number which one. is mine okay. for a whole day. And then we'll bounce over to you. Okay. So if you're going to stop off at Grand Central, Grand Central's a a, a multi level uh, eating uh, pop up, uh, you know, sort of farm to fork indie food. Downtown uh, LA, right? In downtown, yeah, yep. it's in downtown LA. So you're going to pop in there and uh, get maybe an egg sandwich uh, from. Donut Man? Uh, or do- Donuts from Donut Man, yeah. which is right next door to the Egg Sandwich Place, who I can't name on this podcast, or there'll right. be more beeping. And that was just for that one episode, the beeping. and Which, by the way, just clear, quick clarification, yeah. you were not cursing during not that. Not at all. So that was a bit that you were that doing. That was a bit. Because my kids asked. They're like, what? why was Mr. Robbins cursing? Well, I was he's like, got no, real dirty he, mouth. He wasn't. No, it was just was a joke. It would have come off fine, fine yes. the other way, but I just thought it was funny. Uh, so you're going to go through Grand Central, get uh, get a PB&J from PB&J LA, or okay. whatever you want to do in there, Donut Man. Uh, and then right across the street is Angel's Flight, which makes an appearance in the movie La La Land. It is a yellow street car type thing that goes up the side of a hill. Yep. I think it's, I don't know, it's two bucks or three bucks per person to ride. Yeah. And, uh, and so you get to go up and it's like an amusement park ride. It's super fun. You get a fun little view. At when you're the top of Angel's Flight, yeah. what happens? Uh, you get Top out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky, uh, there's a there's a there's apartments up there, like high rise apartments, and there's a communal sort of uh, like grassy amphitheater area. So you you basically walk around, hang out, look at the view, and then you can take donuts up there from Donut Man, which I would recommend. Yeah, or any food. That's a good. That's a good. And then you eat up there, and then you ride it back down, uh, which is a separate fee to ride it back down. It's all very cheap. That does feel a little Thunder Mountainy. It's clickety. It's clackety. Wait, so they charge you rickety. to go up and they charge you to go down. Yeah, because you can walk. You could walk, you could off walk it. it. Right. You could walk off it, no right. problem. Um, so that's what you're doing. Grand Central, then Angel's Flight, and then right down the street from that within walking distance is the Disney Opera House built by uh, Frank Gehry. That's so you're right. Gonna, you're going to pop in there for a show. Um, and so you've had- Diane Disney Lane, uh, the spearhead of yeah. that project as well. Interestingly, like not a big Disney company build. Yeah, yeah, like they, the, Disney like Company the, came into it late in the game. Yeah, there's like a separation that is it's weird. And I think when you read Diane Disney history and and what happened after Walt's death, and then even, you know, after Frank Miller and all that stuff like yeah. that, you you see that there is this sort of divide between Walt Disney, the man, and the legacy that his family protects and honors and moves moves through, and then the Disney company. That's right. And they're so closely associated that it's hard not to 
not to see them as one thing, but the Disney Family Museum in the Presidio in San Francisco, the Disney Opera House are very Disney family. They're not very Disney company. Right, right. That's and there, there are there certainly are ties of the company in those places, but the yeah. Disney Concert Hall, is it a concert hall or opera house? Maybe it's the I, Disney I think concert, it's a concert hall. Concert hall, yeah. It's beautiful architecture. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's amazing it's to distinctive see. distinctive for very, sure. Very, very distinctive. Uh, and, and I think that's uh, just to go and tour that and see a piece of Disney history that is rooted in, I believe it was Walt and Lily's love of performed music that, that gave Diane the desire to build the yeah, concert yeah. hall. Uh, and then Eisner came in at some point to support it. And there's a whole lot of interesting history behind that as well. Yeah. I'm, yep. uh, I'm excited off of that too, as an alternative grand central food angels flight for your theme park part of it. And then a little bit of entertainment. I love it. Right on. Mine's a, my first one's an easy gimme. I'm okay. going to say it. You're going to go, of course we talked about it last week. Uh, here we go. It's Randy's donuts. Randy's donuts <laughs> are the best donuts. Go Try, to Randy's, go to Randy's donuts. Mine is Griffith Park and Griffith Observatory. Yay. Uh, of course, we talked about it last week as being a seminal scene in The Rocketeer, which I don't know if you have finished the movie at this point, uh, but it takes place at Griffith yeah, Observatory. I know. It made me feel extremely guilty. When I'm you sure it did. About it. It's quite all right. Griffith Park, of course, you can go and see the original carousel that inspired Disneyland. Yes. A little bit of Disney history there. And it's one of those great places. That you can that's very quintessentially LA that you can experience and and get a little Disney history while you're at it and see something. Los Angeles is so busy, it's so bustling, yeah. right? And it it's so far, everything is so far away from itself, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is everything in LA. For those who have not been to LA and those who have lived in LA or visit LA a lot, everybody everybody knows everything is at least forty minutes away. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter if it's down the street. Or if it is... Two miles, 12 miles, 20 miles. It's at least 40 minutes. I think when you go to a place like Griffith Park, it doesn't feel like Los Angeles, and yet is also quintessentially Los Angeles. It's that feeling of what LA used to be uh, before any of us were alive. And there's still a a level of nostalgia and history that's preserved in a place like Griffith Park. And there's a Disney tie to it. So that's my my suggestion. Yeah, I'll just build off that because my day two is also going to be spent in in Griffith Park, which separates the studio cities, Glendale, Burbank, and and Studio City with more on those later from Hollywood. So there's like this separation that I like done by these mountains. We're going to start our day in Burbank at King's Deli because you got to get a pastrami sandwich there. Ah, Uh, They're they're really good from King's Deli. Uh, And then you're going to take that to the the old LA zoo, then you can go oh to the my new, God. you can go to the new LA zoo. If you want, that's up to you on this day. The new LA zoo has a hill in it and you can pay extra to get a car to take you to the top of the zoo because uh-huh. the, the new LA zoo is built on a hill. So if you want to do that, that's great. The old LA zoo, you're allowed to just walk around now and all the animal enclosures are still there. So you can get inside a cage. You can go to where like the polar bear used to be or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's just, it's just open. Now. Yeah. It's just a park now that you can walk around. Oh my gosh. In. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And so, and so you're going to take your King's deli there and, and check out the old LA zoo. Is that in Burbank? Is the old LA it's zoo? It's in the middle of Griffith park. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's kind of smack dab in the middle of Griffith Park. Let me tell you my story about the new LA Zoo. Okay, please really do. quickly. New, Cross, a, new LA Zoo I would not recommend going to. Across the street from the Gene Autry Museum. That's, uh, that's not, correct. Not too far from Travel Center, which is where Walt's train is. Travel, whatever. The little mini trains that are there. Keep yeah. going. Keep going, man. LA, I've gone to the LA Zoo one time. Filled churros. They got filled churros there. That's how you know there's a problem. Well, let me tell you there the reason how I knew there's a okay. problem. I was invited for a work event. The work event took place at the LA Zoo. Okay. And my wife and I, as before we were married, when we were dating, we were walking around together at this work event, 
And the LA Zoo just does not really inspire a lot of confidence okay. uh, while you're there. It, the care of the animals seems to be questionable. Gotcha. The pens and cages and whatnot makes you just feel like you wish that these, you, you feel bad for the animals at the LA Zoo because you're just like, man, if you were just like an hour and a half south, you'd be at the greatest zoo ever built. Two of them, yeah. Which is the San Diego Zoo, yeah. right? But instead they're at the LA Zoo, which is just sad. To the extent, Uh-oh. there may be a big hill there. There's also a big hill in the San Diego Zoo, yeah. and there's a lot better enclosures and, mm-hmm. uh, and and exhibits. We go over and walk over to where the camel is, and I see this camel. Yeah. And I don't know if camels molt or if they shed, but this camel is, I can only describe as patchy. The camel's <laughs> okay. fur is patchy in so many different places. And as I'm watching this camel... yeah. And feeling bad for it, again, because its brethren is living it up in San Diego Zoo. It literally falls over. Oh, no. (laughs) Just collapses, just teeters to the left of itself and just collapses on the ground in a cloud of dust. And at that point, I look at my wife, who, again, I'm dating at the time, and just go, I think it's time to go. (laughs) Yeah. And that's my story about the LA Zoo. Oh, man. Now they have, like, phone numbers on the side of those things where if you see anything concerning please call this number <laughs> see if you see an animal so that, they can tell you like it's just sleeping that's, lost, that's normal you don't know anything about camels an animal that's you don't know a thing about lost camels. his will to live at four o'clock in the afternoon pretty much every camel everywhere even the ones that stand you go they do what they what we call it's it called the camel now we call it an animal camel and he's, he's ready to have a namel. take a quick camel nap you've never yeah. heard that phrase before <laughs> that's, that's like where it comes very, from very common so uh we're starting at the at king's deli in burbank then to the old la zoo which is just an open you know you can go have your picture taken in a cage yeah like you're caught then uh the griffith carousel for reasons you've already yep. stated griffith observatory you want to do that before it gets dark do the griffith observatory when it's still light out and there's not people trying to watch sunset up there so get you got to get yeah, that but you, go in, you can go into the planetarium you want to go in the planetarium yeah. uh, you know they have the pendulum swinging thing which is neat and they got a tesla coil maybe there i'm oh, not 100 yeah. oh, sure neat. on that uh but you'll like that and then you'll check out the bronson caves which are man-made caves a lot of movies been shot at the bronson mm-hmm. caves and you can see the hollywood sign from there uh if you want to walk up to the hollywood sign you cannot touch it but you can get really you get real, real close, close to it you can get really close yeah and it's it's a it's a track uh that's day that's day two that's good you're up my friend yay i don't have mine divided into days just different places to go okay one of the places that i think everybody who goes to southern california just obligated to go wow and that's the the chinese theater oh yeah uh, I call it Grauman's Chinese Theater. It, that's what it originally was, is yeah. Grauman's. It became Man's at one point, and I looked it up for the purpose of this show. It is now the TCL Chinese yeah, Theater. Yeah, it's been that for a little while, Is too, that right? right? I think so, I, but uh, yeah. Just I, feel like uh, having corporate sponsorship that is, that of uh, selling televisions just feels weird to me to yeah. call it the TCL Chinese Theater. But of course, it is the classic Hollywood Chinese Theater that has been replicated over in Disney's Hollywood Studios. yeah. And you're getting into a whole business, whole business though. If you're heading down there, you're going to be on, what is that on? Is that on sunset? It's on sunset. Yeah. It's on sunset. It's a whole scene. It is a scene. So here's the thing. Here's the deal. Down there. There's a shake shack there. And then there's just the spectacle that is sunset and whatever. That is, I believe it's Hollywood and sunset (sighs) is, is what it is. And it is a spectacle. There's no doubt about that. So you're going there for, again, LA history because yeah. you've seen this thing, right? I mean, you, yeah, you've, the, you've seen it. The concrete, you know, the concrete. The handprints. Hands. Yeah, R2-D2 and C-3PO yep. got their stuff there. You get, you get to see all the different Hollywood handprints and footprints that are in there. Uh, again, you've seen Man's Chinese Theater, Grauman's Chinese Theater in tons of 
film strips and newsreels yeah. and things like that for Hollywood promotions. There's the Walk of Fame that's all around there right there so you can see yep. what stars decide to pay enough money in order to get their own star yeah. in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Disney's El Capitan is right there. Right. Uh, I believe at one point, I don't remember if there is still a gigantic Disney store, but there was a gigantic oh, Disney yeah. store across I don't the street know. from there. I believe the... Uh, I don't recall seeing it. I see a building that looks like what I think a Disney stand. It, pr- it probably be. is closed it's down. Now like a, it's now a Hollywood store. That's probably that's probably what I'm thinking of right now. Knickknacks from Hollywood type of thing. The you can And then you can just watch a movie there. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Is I think it'd be really cool to go that see would be cool. I would a love first to do run that. AAA movie yes. at the Chinese Theater. I would love to do that. To be inside that. I've never been inside it. I've been in so front great. of it, but I've never been inside it. That would be, that's great. You can take a tour there as well. They'll give you like a walking history tour uh, during the day. Yeah. The, the biggest problem with that place is because it is a scene yeah you have a ton of people that are dressed up as quote-unquote character lookalikes uh-huh. and i use that ter- term incredibly as loosely, loosely as you possibly like, can please do not for a moment think that you are going to go get your picture taken with batman kind of demanding they're, like they're, they're, they're very a, very very they're very caustic su- with you super super aggressive yeah. it's, it's a problem it's not dissimilar to some of the stuff that happens on the strip in vegas they have yeah or they, Times square yeah they yeah. have they have this thing um and so we we're, we we hang out there all the time because the Funko store is not far, yeah. and we you know we're just in that intersection. There's a pizza sl- pizza by the slice thing that we like near there. Yeah. So we're we're in there, and it's just always like like you want to drive it by your car first, make sure this is what you're into. Like yeah, exactly. Family, Are we ready for this? Maybe drive dr- drive it first, and think like you're committing to this once you get on foot. Yeah. Are, you, are you cool with it? Uh, and you can take a, a tour of the Kodak Theater where the Oscars That's are right. held. Yep. So you can do that too. I think probably the tours are the way to go because just freewheeling that on foot. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't do it with my kids a lot. It's just a, a, a thing where you have to, I feel like I have to have my hands on them. And it's, it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily the best family experience. Totally. Uh, and, and to your point, like just make sure you know where your kids are all, all the time because it's a very busy place that has a lot of different people in it. Uh, and not all of them have your best intentions in mind. Yeah, and it's not it's not Disneyland. Like the, it's r- not the Disneyland. rules for Disneyland. So right. like Funko, uh, Funko didn't make my list, but it, that is a good stop if you're going to do Mans and it's just down the street. So yeah. you might as well go to Funko Pop, which is amazingly themed on the inside. Yeah, but we have a very specific parking garage we park in that's two blocks away. But we we just hightail it right to Funko, yeah. stop at Shake Shack, get a milkshake, right back to the car. Yeah, you can stroll down Sunset, but you have to completely know what you're getting yeah. into if you stroll down Sunset. Yeah, I like it. On uh on my day on my day three now, uh, we're gonna do a little like a, I don't know we're gonna do a this is your day. We're gonna start off in Glendale. We're gonna okay. be on the other side of Griffith Park, and and you're just gonna you're gonna just go see the Imagineering building. The whole area in Glendale there is neat. All of the addresses look like Disney name tags. Yep. Uh, Disney's creative campus is over there, uh, which might also be called Grand Central. I don't know. Anyways, Imagineering's over there. The original Imagineering building's over there. DreamWorks is over there, so you can walk on a bike trail behind DreamWorks and in front of DreamWorks and get some coffee. And that's your first studio sort of thing. Then you're gonna head past Walt Disney. You're gonna do a, a lap around Walt yep. Disney, mm-hmm. uh, walk down Virginia Street, and then you know you'll see ABC and you'll see the dwarves holding up the big building there and and Walt's office. I was just by there a couple weeks ago. I think Walt's uh, Walt's office building looks like it's had some facade work done. I don't have to mm. confirm that, but it looked not like a 60s building anymore, I think. Anyways, I was concerned. Then you're going to take the Warner Brothers Studio Tour. That's going to take three hours of your time. And it's, but it's fun. It's not, I've never taken it before. Yeah, it's not super cheap. I think it's 60 or $70 per person. Yeah. And then it, it has the like universal backlog part is the first thing. Then, you take, then they show you the Batmobile cars. And once you get to the Batmobile cars, then it gets pretty 
I think once you get to the friends room, then it gets kind of theme parky there, where it's yeah. like there's stuff you can buy and stuff. Right, extra. you can take, you can all take photos on the for more money, ca- yeah, for more money yeah. if you want to wait, yeah. And so then it gets into a Harry Potter thing, a Batman thing, a Friends thing, and that feels more theme parky and less sort of like back lot toury. Yeah, but it's sixty or seventy bucks per person on a golf cart, and that's what you, you're gonna do that for. You think first. you think when you're at Warner Brothers, you think the people that work at Warner Brothers, you think they look up to Universal Studios because of course you can yeah, see the, you yeah. can see the Warner Brothers you can see water tower. for sure, yeah. Yep. You can see the water tower from Universal Studios yep. and vice versa. Yep. You think they're just looking up at Universal Studios and just going, man, if, okay, I guess we'll do a studio tour. Yeah. Like, or do, or do you think, think people that, yeah. that do the studio tour at Warner Brothers look at Universal and like, man, I'm getting up to the bigs one of these days. If yeah. I do, if I kill this tour, then that means I'm going, I'm going to the back lot pretty soon. Yeah. At Universal. I have, I have thought that like, they're all doing it now. Like, uh, Paramount's right. doing it. Sony's doing it. Like you can take tours of most of these places and they're, they're finding out there's a lot of money and that people are yeah, willing sure. to pay, uh, you know, a hundred, $200 to go on these private tours. Uh, the thing is, I mean, with them is they don't film a ton of movies on no. back lots anymore. Right. They film them a lot out of state, uh, Atlanta, yeah. Vancouver, yeah, they, <laughs> primarily. Yeah. So, so the stories that they have to reach for are kind of, kind of dated sometimes. Yeah. This is where the honeymooners took place. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You like that show? How zoom Alice. Yeah. So th- that's, and, but TV shows do kind of still film there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then they all kind of devolve. Hey, into- did you guys like eight is enough? Yeah. Dick Van Patten right here. You can every still single see. week. This is the last show that shot here. Um, so I don't know, but it's fun. That's what you're doing. And then you're heading up to Universal uh, and you're going to spend the ha- last half of the evening at Universal. You don't want to be at Universal Studios when the sun's out. You pay a full full day ticket for the last half of the day or you assume you Di- got an annual pass here? Yeah, we'll assume you got an annual pass. Okay. Or at Disneyland's closed, man. You got money to spend. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That, that's the day. You did Imagineering, DreamWorks, Walt Disney, Warner Brothers, and Universal. I think that's great. Uh, Universal Studios is in my suggested as well. Right on. Uh, because it's not Disney, but it is a full theme park experience. I mean, mm-hmm. other than not you are not going to get any other theme park experience if you're not in Disneyland. Uh, I just, that was a really fumbly way of saying it. Other than knots, the only other theme park experience you will get that is not Disneyland is in Universal Studios. Yeah, without going down to SeaWorld or Legoland. Right, that's and what I'm I, saying. I've never been to Legoland. I haven't been to SeaWorld since I was a kid. When was the last time you were at Universal Studios Hollywood? It must be 20 years at this point. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, I feel okay with it. Yeah. I feel really okay with it. A, a part of the reason why I feel okay with it is because I don't feel the need to go back to Universal Studios until all of my kids have gone through the Harry Potter series. Okay. Yeah. Because obviously, and, and this is just me, this is just me, we are pacing out Harry Potter books and we don't watch the movies until we've read the books. Yeah. So I got a lot, I got a lot of time here. Yeah. Uh, and so, and I don't want them to have, they are, huge Potter heads, but they're only so far into the books. Right. And so I feel like I got a, a lot of time to wait until I have to get to Universal Studios because I know they're going to absolutely love it when they get there. Uh, I, and honestly, Potter notwithstanding, I feel pretty okay about it because the last time I went to Universal, which is still a long time ago. Campbell but passed out? A camel passed out. <laughs> it was terrible. so weird. And I was yeah. like, why is there even a camel here yeah, in front of the globe? Shooting something and now the camel fell camel over. Camel fell over. And I was like, well, I guess it's uh, back to the LA Zoo with you. <laughs> I, You know, Universal Hollywood is just so different than Universal Orlando for me. Yeah. It's a much smaller, m- much more laid back park. It's like a theme park that didn't mean to be a theme park. Right, it yeah. just ended up one. Yeah, it's like the Warner Brothers tour, but like 
after a hundred years of like improvements yeah. and stuff. Right. It's it's a Warner Brothers tour that evolved. Yeah. Right. And then now now it has thrill rides. Yeah. But even with that, Universal has never been one of those parks that has made me feel uh, like I'm desperate to get there. Now I owned an annual pass at okay. one point. And I went several times, but it's it's a park that just feels like after a while. I think to your point, like you can do it in four hours. Oh yeah, for and, sure, and be done and feel like yeah. I've seen everything. I've done everything I want to do, and then some mm-hmm. in four hours. Yep, and that so that's why true. I never feel a great need to go to Universal, but I will at some point because there's a lot to experience in the past twenty years. Yeah, we don't even think of it as a theme park. We think of it as something really cool right next to Burbank. Like we're already sure. hanging out right. in Burbank, and yeah. Glendale, and we're, we're you know going to Griffith Park, hanging out, riding bikes and stuff like that. Is there like anything fun we? could do it at night. It's like, well, they got this, like, you know, they got rides and stuff on the top of this hill. I mean, that makes sense because if you're staying in that area, the idea of getting down to Disneyland is an hour and 15 minutes easy. Easy, right? yeah. I mean, that's if in you go smooth two, traffic. If you go, if you go at 2 a.m., you can do it in 45 minutes. Right, right. If you go if you go at 2 a.m. Yeah. Any any other time, you're at, hour and a half, you're at hour least 40, an hour and a half yeah. away. So I can understand that where it's like, I don't really feel like, I don't really feel like getting on the five and doing this yeah. uh, to just pop, uh, pop over to, to Studio City. That, that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, who's up? I think I'm up. Okay. I mentioned universal and and said that that was a really good pull. I'm actually going to take both of yours because my suggestion is to, uh, to schedule a Bob Gurr bus tour. Oh yeah. Yeah, Tell me about that. Yeah. So in, uh, you can schedule this over at waltland.com, but there is the Bob Gurr bus tour, which is an all day tour, uh, with, Disney legend Bob Gurr. He rides this bus. He rides the bus. You pick it up at Griffith Park. Okay. Uh, and the LA Zoo. Nice. The old LA Zoo. And on this Plenty bus of tour. parking there. That's probably why it's, it's a very safe place to park. Right on there. this tour, you'll go see Walton Roy's homes. Yep. You go to the original Hyperion Studios uh, location. You go to the Griffith Park merry-go-round. You do the Barn Museum, Walt Disney's Barn Museum. You go to the old Maypo building uh-huh. where they designed Disneyland. There's a lot of other different places. You go to WDI and Walt Disney Studios, and then you get to have lunch with Bob. Yeah. Like you go stop over and have lunch with him, and you get to basically just ask him any questions that you want. And he, uh, you know, he's he's Bob Gurr. He's always yeah. he's a good for a conversation and an inspiring guy to spend time with. Super smart guy. And so that is where you get a lot of, you get a jam-packed full of Disney history with a Disney legend. And it's just a unique thing that you're not, you're not always going to do it. You probably do it once, but it's it not certainly will always be, a, be available. No, it's it's going to be a, a memorable it, experience. It, it is a once in a lifetime thing as some of these people that are our first generation Walters, they're direct yep. from the source yep. as they start to move on. Like it is, I, I think we should do this. Would you want to do this? I I'd love to do, do it. Yeah. Listen, I want to spend more time with Bob. Yeah. He invited us to his house for lunch. Yeah. And we haven't had a chance to go down and do it. Well, we'll a lot of listeners, listeners don't believe that, but it's true. He yeah. did. Uh, but if we go on this bus tour, we get lunch with him. Yeah, but we get bus. We get lunch with like twenty other people at that point. That's cool. Don't you just want to? I feel like he's it, got it, he's got like a Mister Toad car. He's got a, a certain, winky Mister Toad car. A certain level of pressure when you're talking to Bob Gur. So I think during oh lunch, my, tell me about it. <laughs> talk about eating a big lunch before you talk to Bob. Gurr. You got to be on your game, man. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to be understand on your some physics. You got to know some stuff about. He put you in history. your place yeah. several times. Yes, I know that. I know. I, know. I still remember. I still cry about it before I go to yeah. sleep at night. So maybe you're right. Maybe you do want to. I like. Of, I need the twenty other people there. Yeah, to just sort of round out the pressure. Right. Hide. Uh, hide behind people as well. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'd like to yeah. do that. So Waltland.com is a place that you can go if you were interested in something like that. They're back. Back and running. I think they're back and running. Right on. Yeah. 
I'm going to I'm going to take you on a I'm going to take you on a on a fantastic day. This is kind oh, of a mini, mini fantastic golf voyage? Yeah, it's a good slide a slide slippity slide. Yeah. Are you ready to hear my my mini golf day? We talked about mini golf on the Patreon. Yeah, let's hear about your mini golf. First we're going to start off at uh at Camelot uh, Golf Land, which is one of the best uh mini golf places in LA. You're just going to get an early morning golf round I don't in know there. Where Camelot is? Camelot's great. Uh it is we have a mini golf place up here called Sunsplash. Yeah. And Camelot, I, I think Sunsplash is a carbon copy. Of, oh, is it really uh, of Sunsplash? Maybe not carbon copy, but it's pretty close. Have you ever gone to Kaboom? Have you ever been there before? No. What is it? Uh, Kaboom. <laughs> Do you have to keep saying it like that? Yeah, because that's how it's written. <laughs> uh, it's a mini golf. Uh, it's like uh, close to. Uh, oh, it's in Orange County, and it's close to Fountain Valley. It's oh, like, okay. Uh, close to Fountain Valley. I don't know if you've ever been there, but if you're if you're heading on the way to Disneyland, you could you could end up stopping at. The place I just mentioned. Oh, I'm disappointed you didn't do Come it again. Out! There it is. There we go. So first round of golf is at Camelot. Your second round of golf is going to be at Golf and Stuff, which is oh, which yes. is Daniel and uh, in uh, Daniel and Allie. Allie's date that they take at from golf the and Karate stuff. Kid. For those of you who who don't know, who are new to the podcast and my and Scott's obsession with Karate Kid. That's oh my where they, gosh. That's where they go on their their water. Oh, we'll ride the water slide next time, which is not there. There's no water slide. There's there. no water slide there anymore. They do the bumper boats. Yeah, and they play some skee ball. Yeah, and they and they do the golfing, and so it's great. What's I've been the, there. So what's the song that plays during that montage? I can never remember it. I can't uh, want to say it's, it's "Cruel Summer," uh, but I don't no, know it's not. It. "Cruel Summer" is when he rides his bike to school. This rides one is uh, "Young Hearts Die Young." Oh no, it's "Young Hearts Beat Fast." Oh, young Hearts Beat Fast. Yeah. Do, 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 do. That's a great yeah. song. It is a great, a great song. <laughs> great place for that date. Uh, then after that, you're going just down the street to 10207 Lakewood Drive in Downey, where is the oldest running McDonald's. That's where you're having oh, lunch. Oh, yeah. It's the third. That's I a think, great pull. Yeah, it's just right there. It's just it's it's right not there. Far. And it's the, I think it's the third McDonald's ever opened, but the, 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 the oldest, the oldest one, running current, one current is that the? It's got the two large arches on either side. Is that right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's yeah. a walk up, like a more of a walk up style right. McDonald's. Oh, that's a great pull. It's fun. You can go, you can get to the history of mcdonald's if that's something that you want and i like it i don't care what you say it's, it's fine food and it's fine food that's fun sometimes it's served fast listen sometimes you just need a qpc that's and right a qpc is a great quarter burger. pounder with cheese with cheese is that what, what a qpc yeah, is it's qpc baby all right <laughs> all qpc right. you get a qpc meal oh man it's so good yeah starbucks is like look acronymizing stuff is our thing stop it no way. QPC. QPC. QPC uh, all day. Then you're going to go play your last ga- uh, game of mini golf at Castle Park Mini Golf in Corona, which puts you back a little bit closer towards Disneyland. Yep. Uh, so you can be there in the morning, which is a, uh, also you can see, you can see it right off through. It's a great, great mini golf course. That's that's three rounds of golf in a day. It's plenty. I love it. Plus a McDonald's lunch. This is literally somebody's. Uh, <laughs> it's like a like, four-year-old's tour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we just and like, I got Happy Meal. And I went and played play mini golf. golf. Yeah. And I got on bumper boats. Thirty-six holes of mini golf or something. I like it. Thirty-six holes of mini golf is Maybe better more. than nine holes of regular golf any day. This is true. And what do you got on for Sunday. me? Uh, the next one that I have is. I gotta go in the. I gotta go in a time machine for this one. Okay. This is my last one. Wow, I didn't know we were allowed to invent, uh, have time machines. Great. You know, if nothing more, it's just I never thought that we would get to the point where I had a platform to talk about this. Great, uh, but there was a place that is in Buena Park. It was in Buena Park. Okay, called the Movie Land Wax Museum. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was on Beach Boulevard, right. and I have such fond memories of this place. Uh, it was a play when, when my family would go and visit in Los Angeles. Uh, we would stay in. 
La Mirada. Mm-hmm. And so it was very close to La So this was always a stopover that we would go before we went to Disneyland or after we went to Disneyland. It was on a, on a non-Disney day. I would ask my dad, would you please take me to movie land? Wow. And why, I, why, why, why? I don't know. It was just something about this place that grabbed me. There were 300 wax figures, right. 150 show scenes, and you would What's just show scene. I've never been to a wax museum, so tell me what 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 is a wax museum like? Uh, well, I can set it up for I, me. I can tell you what my experience in going okay. through yeah. Movie Land is like. I don't know what it's like going to a Madame Tussauds. I think the entire, I think the whole wax museum game has been turned on its head because of uh, Madame Tussauds, where you can like actually take photos with the wax okay, figure. Okay, you touch like, them. Yeah, you take. It's like all, all selfie based now. Like wow. it's. She doesn't like that. She doesn't like when you talk about her. That was so weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, madam. It's so weird. It's like we had a seance. <laughs> yeah, I'm creeped out right now. She just entered that the, the room. was the weirdest sound. That was very, very weird. Uh, where was I? Oh, so I think Madame Trousseau's is all now like a selfie-based game where okay. basically like you can take selfies with these wax makes sense. Wax like, that makes totally. Sense. Yeah. And they're just out in open areas that you can congregate in. So right. I don't know, maybe Madonna's sitting on a bench or something like that. You can sit next to her. The Movie Land Wax Museum experience was going through, a, it was a walkthrough experience. Yeah. And you go into these different rooms and each room was was themed to the movie that featured the wax figure gotcha and movie land was very uh it was just really unique to me and i i you can go back on youtube you can watch tours of this thing yeah and it's very quaint by today's standards right but there was something about it that gripped me as a kid that there was this it was unnerving and and you never knew it was around each corner right uh and and the movie and the wax figures were very realistic they were very close to you and some of these themed environments were really really accurate yeah a couple of ones that i really remember yeah, tell me one was uh the poseidon uh, uh, a poseidon adventure right right where the boat flips upside down yeah and so you like wa- a cruise ship or something yeah it's like a cruise ship and yeah. you walk into a room that is, you're in the hull of the Poseidon. So it's like large-scale dioramas with wax figures. Yeah, that That's you're, cool. that you're inside the middle of. So yeah. this Poseidon's uh, adventure, you walk into the hull, and there is water dripping all around you, oh, and you're fun. on a grating. Yeah, yeah, and that's you, why you And the wax it. figures are above you, and they're crawl and they're below you, and so you're it's creepy. But you it's like it. It's creepy. themed. It's it's immersive. Hugely it's, yeah, immersive. So that makes sense for you. And at one point in the middle of the tour. You got to a like a break room, like you could get food or whatever it was, and they had a split. And if you and the split, if you took the left, you go the safe route. If you went the right, you went through the halls of horror. Oh wow! So it was like all horror themed. And I remember as a kid, never taking. We don't the go right. that way. We don't go to the right. I want grilled cheese. We go left. That's right. I get a grilled cheese. I play Star Wars arcade, the yeah. vector based Star Wars arcade game, and then I go to the left. Yeah. And they, when I go to the left, I get to go see. Uh, the Superman. I get to go to yeah. uh, the <laughs> what's what's your man's uh, place called? His uh, Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. I get to go to the Fortress of Solitude. I get to see Christopher Reeve, Superman. If I go to the right, I don't know what's going to happen to me. Yeah. I may not come back. Did you ever go right? I went right when I was. I went by myself as a uh, as a young adult. How many? Just me. Just me. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I've never been more sure in my life. <laughs> Is there a discount for one? No. Have fun. It's full price. Great. Stay to the I'll left. Be, I'll be here six hours. Uh, I went to the right one time as a as an older adult and got to. And I remember as a kid, always like peering down the right. How much can right I see way? and still sleep tonight? Exactly. It was like oh, I because I hear creepy music and it's yeah. all dark and I, and I actually I feel know. it's cold. It's Is cold. Sigourney Weaver down there. She was down. Was there. she really? Yes. And another thing that was down there was Norman Bates. Oh, and you scary. would yeah. you would uh, walk toward 
you'd walk toward a silhouette of the shower and you would hear the shower and you walk through the shower and then you'd step on a panel and then all of a sudden Norman Bates would appear sort of Pepper's Ghost style right really? next to you. And man. That sounds pretty well done. It was awesome. If you it go, was awesome. If you go right, do you still have an opportunity to go to the, see the safe part that you skipped by not yes. going left? Yes, so okay. it actually extends your tour. So you actually end up seeing the exact same things. You see more stuff if you go to the right. Oh. Uh, so that was, that's the Movie Land Wax Museum. I uh, love it. Was, it. It, had, it had its own hand and feet impression thing yeah. like uh, we talked about with the, the, the uh, Chinese theater. Yeah. It closed in on Halloween 2008 and wow. eventually the city of Buena Park bought it and then renovated it and destroyed the building in uh, October 2016. So it's anybody, no longer there. I wonder if anybody has ah, that stuff. But I pour one out for the Movie Land Wax Museum. Man, I love that place. Yeah. If any of our listeners has ever gone to the Movie Land Wax Museum, please hit us up. I yeah. want to talk about it with someone yeah. else because I've never known anybody else who has gone. As many times as you. You had a season pass. Pretty much. I just want to walk through when I want to walk through. Is that a problem? I don't want a page team. I, I want to go when I want to go. And like, oh, hi, Scott. Good to see you again. You just want to walk through? There's nothing new here. Do you know that? You're like, I know. Just I know. back up. I'm There's nothing through. new at Disneyland either. I yeah. go there every time. Yeah. Uh, they had a deal where Medieval Times was on one corner and Ripley's Believe It, Believe it or Not yeah. Museum was on the other. And you get it like a, a package deal. You right. go, go to all three of those places. Yeah. That's like that. Is I a good just day. make make my movie land. That's what I always say. That's a good alternative. That was my last one. Here's my last one. I hope you'll have some stuff to talk about at the end of this one. First, uh, we're gonna start the day, whatever. And it's gonna, this is why we're, you're not doing a lot today because it's gonna be a little bit of a drive. Uh, you're gonna have to head over the top of Griffith Park and and head out towards. I don't know what the names of these towns are. It's out past whatever. I'm not even gonna comment on it. Sherman Oaks. Maybe. You going to the valley? I'm going to Paramount Ranch, which is mm. a, is a it's it's you know it is uh, north north of Anaheim, north of Burbank ish. Oh and, yeah, and uh, those yeah. are those are towns that I am not familiar with those names. Yeah, I mean not as much either. I mean I've been out to Paramount Ranch, very but, uh, ranchy, like very like yeah. very very agri- uh, agrarian. Phil filmed a lot of westerns at Paramount Ranch, yep. and you can just walk through it. You park your car. It's a state park. They tell you no photography. It's so weird. They have all these signs being like, "Don't take pictures," or and, else what. I don't know. What are you worried is going to happen? I'm going to come here and make a movie really quickly. I mean, you probably could go out there and make a movie really quickly. Yeah, they're going to uh, stop you? I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, you can walk by. They film some of, uh, I think, uh, Westworld there and a oh, yeah. bunch of stuff. And so that's neat. And then you're going to, uh, anyways, after you're done Paramount, you're going to head over to the coast and you're going to go to a very specific beach. And that would be Leo Carrillo, Leo Carrillo State Beach, uh, where I believe is the beach where uh, Allie and Daniel from the Karate mm. Kid play soccer oh, and they have a campfire. And then, what song are you listening to there? And then the motorcycle show up and he's like, it was like a degenerate, ex-degenerate. I got two years to make it all work and that's what I'm going to do, make it all work. Looks like not everybody's in for some changes. Check it out. And then he sees him playing, and then he's like, Man, those dirt bikes on that beach? Yeah, right? That's like so aggressive. I know. Just uh, Why can't you walk up and approach nicely? Whatever. He was misunderstood, Mr. Lawrence. Uh, yeah, so that's where you're going to go. You're going to tour Paramount Ranch, then you're going to go to Leo Carrillo State Beach. After that, you're going to head into Malibu, shop some grocery stores there, and try to catch some celebrities. Go to Fruit Beach. Can I ask you a question about Malibu? You're familiar with Malibu. I am familiar with it. I'm, I lived in Malibu for yeah. several years. Yeah. 
There's a beach in Malibu. It's a thin strip of, of sand there, but fairly long. And I've been to this beach at least once, if not twice. And it always has fresh fruit on it that looks like it's fallen off of a container ship or something and washed up. Either that or the citizens of Malibu are putting fruit on this beach. Are like you talking about, is it a cliffside? Is it, uh, you walk be. down cliffs? Um, you know, there's like nice houses, and then they stop, and then there's yep. this thin strip of sand, and you can walk on that for a while, and then the road's just one, one or 101 or one is just right there. It's like borders the beach the entire time. And there might be some cliffs. There might be, but they're not big cliffs. Like they're south of Malibu, Malibu, or north of Malibu? North of Malibu. Like north of the grocery store, definitely north of the school that's there. Right. Um, that beach, I think you're talking about Matador, El Matador, mm, maybe, yeah. which is like an amazing beach. It's yeah. a cliffside beach that you walk down in order to get to. I've not experienced the fresh fruit though. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a weird thing. Uh, and then you go, you drive a little, you drive a little bit of south, and then there's a, a, a prestigious school on the left, and then there's like, you talking about Pepperdine? Yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, little little league fields on the right. And I yes. just always look at them. I'm like, dude, what kid gets to play little league overlooking the ocean? Uh, dude, in that in the Malibu colony right yeah. there, there is a city hall. Malibu City Hall is where where those field ball ball fields that you're talking yeah, about. Okay. Uh, Malibu City Hall is there, and there is like a court. There's like Malibu Superior Court is right there, where like you go if you get traffic tickets or whatever okay. it is. And I just think like, who are the people? Who's the judge <laughs> yeah. that gets to it's sit in Malibu view. Superior Court right. and just look out at the ocean all day? I long? just get tickets because I like the view <laughs> <laughs> totally. And then I just think about like the public defender and the and the DA that's just like, well, this is I'm serving in traffic court and yeah. I live in I have to live in Malibu yeah. because that's uh, that's my lot in life. Yeah, yeah. That's that's your day. You're gonna see some old west stuff. You're gonna. You so know. are you saying go up to that beach? Yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna walk. Well, you're gonna go to Leo Carrillo and oh, Leo and, Carrillo. And, and, and replay uh, the when when Daniel and Allie met, and then and he then shows he, he shows her how to do uh, the juggling, the soccer the juggling, juggling yeah. soccer juggling. That's right. I go one, and then I go one two. Yeah, and then sometimes I go. Uh, yeah, so you're gonna do that, and then you're gonna end in Malibu. Elizabeth Shue is just. We talked about this before. Yeah. Elizabeth Shue is just way too mature yeah. for uh, for Daniel in, yeah. in that scenario. And she protects him by just kicking the ball away, but then he comes back. That's right. And then you he, break he, radio. he breaks your stereo. You yeah. Uh, so that's your day. Then you're going to hang out in Malibu because you, you're stuck there. Once you get to Malibu, uh, it is very hard to leave Malibu. Not because sure it's it so wonderful, but because the traffic out and into Malibu Good luck. is terrible. You don't, if you don't get out of Malibu before rush hour, you're there. You're there for a long time. Yeah. We tried to go out Great the back place, way up, uh, up Mulholland. Mulholland ends somewhere near Malibu. It's a very long road. Mulholland yeah. from Mulholland named Madness. And, yeah. And it's a you go, very long road. You take Topanga Canyon Drive. You yeah. can take it to, uh, uh, or yeah. Malibu Canyon. Benedict Canyon. I drive yeah. all the canyons. I'm a big fan of all those canyons. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. That uh, Topanga Canyon Drive, I believe that is the... Uh, there, there is a tunnel that you go through to Banga Canyon, and I believe that's the tunnel from... I think it's the tunnel from Back to the Future Part Two. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you've got my brain thinking. Do you have one more? No. Oh, we're done. Now let's that move was on. it. I mean, I could talk more about Malibu if you want me to. Can you? Sure, I can. They had a little two-picture theater there. Do you ever see uh, any celebrities in your time in Malibu? Oh yeah. If you're a celebrity and you live in the colony, so you can only go shopping in one place right. or two places. There is a restaurant called Coogies, which is a great restaurant. Okay. If you're going to go up to Malibu, yeah. you can take, a, take some time. I'm um, taking a Disneyland alt trip. Go to Coogies. It's in the same parking uh, area as the supermarket that you're talking about, which okay. I believe was a Ralph's. It may be. A, is I, it a Ralph's I, now? I, I think it was, oh, wow. it was a Ralph's. I don't think it was ever a Vaughn's. I think it's a Ralph's. Okay. Uh, and, and Coogies, guaranteed. Almost virtually guaranteed. You go into Coogies, you're going to see John Cusack. Oh, really? The guy's there all the time. <laughs> 
funny. All the time. I honestly believe he's bolted to the seat. Okay. He's there all the time. He likes it. He's the, He likes it. Yeah. But yeah, you see, yeah, you get What am I going to get at Coogie's? Uh, I really like the their chop salad is really good. I'm not going to Coogie's to see John Cusack and getting a chop salad. Yeah, you Give get, me a real dinner. You can get a burger if you want, okay. I suppose. You can yeah. get a burger. Right. But the chop salad's really good. All right. I mean, there's nothing to sniff at. Much. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to sniff at it. I'm trying to get some real food in this belly. Hey, that was a bunch of bunch of things you could do on a day if Disneyland, for some reason, were not an option to you. You were there for eight days, and you were like, you know what? I think I think five days in the park is probably plenty. We need new two filler days. Those were some excellent yeah, filler just, days. And see Los Angeles. But here's just get why, around CLA. Here's why none of them are going to do Disneyland justice. Why it's the one and only. Why it is the focus of so many people's vacation. We got three reasons why Disneyland. There are no alternatives for it. There are no alternatives. Yeah. Tell me what you think, Scott Storm. Boy, my voice is going during this podcast. There are no alternatives for Disneyland. One, here's the deal. Yeah, tell me. Anywhere we just said is a more or less a public space. Yeah. And in LA, a public space means a filthy space. It's run by the city of LA. It's run by the city of LA. They have some things they're con- they're concerned about. It's not always cleanliness. They do not put a lot of stock into safety or cleanliness. And that may upset some Los Angelinos, but I do not believe anybody can disagree that Los Angeles has become a yes. very dirty city. There are still parts of the city that are incredibly clean, right. and safe, and wonderful. You and are probably not going to be able to access those. And there are parts of the city that... Uh, that I was in just a couple of weeks ago I was in an art store. And then we kind of went around the corner and yeah. like, do not, you do don't do not look out the window. Do not get out. You're going to see stuff. Like, yeah. It's got both. It's got both. Yes. One of the reasons why you would just naturally go to Disneyland is that none of that stuff is present in Disneyland. It is a very clean, yeah. very safe experience yeah. controlled yeah. Uh, because there is an investment there. You, you are paying an admission price and that admission price is going toward upkeep and it's going toward safety and security and cleanliness. That's what cities need. They need an admission cost. Need, you want to come into LA? Yeah, they're called taxes. <laughs> I know, but we needed something more, obviously. Yeah, That's on top 15 of it. bucks if you want to come in. Doesn't include parking. Doesn't include food. It's just 15 bucks if you want to come into LA today. We have plenty of people. Thank you. They have more than enough people exactly. in Los Angeles. That's my first one, uh, these were in no particular order, is that at any of these things that I mentioned, you're not going to run into a cast member. And for me at Disneyland, one of the most magical things about them is the cast members really do make the magic. The interactions that you have with them, you know, they're they're lifelong. Those are lifelong memories. Yeah, Those are sure. memories you just can't get. Even at other theme parks, it's just not the same. Even when uh, you can tell a, a, a cast member at a different theme park has been heavily influenced by their own experiences, Disney. It's just not the same for some reason. It's not not the person. It's just everything together, everything together. You're just not going to get that. So Disneyland can't be replaced because the the training and the ethos of a cast member is just something unreplaceable. I agree. And and that sort of goes into probably all of our answers for this, right? I mean, the experiences that you're going to have at Disneyland are going to be wholly unique to uh, being within the magic of Disney, which is the ride experiences, the shopping experiences, the dining experiences, and like you said, the cast member interactions, uh, the character experiences, all of those things are just... Uh, I mean, it, the Disney difference, it is the Disney difference. You, you, there is so much emphasis on guest services and making sure that guests feel happy when they, they are there that that uh, cast members will pull out all the stops in order to do yeah. that. And yes, Disneyland is very crowded. It, yes, it is very expensive. It is very hot. You're not going to be able to get on everything you want to get on necessarily. But at the end of the day, 
uh, everything that is there is done in order to provide a magical experience for yeah. you. And you cannot get away from Disney unless you are very cynical. You can't get away from Disneyland feeling like I didn't get my money's worth. Yeah. There's magic around every corner. Did yeah. you want me to say another one? I think you had another one, didn't you? Yeah, I have two more. Uh, I've got one more. I think another major difference of, you know, things like, I don't know, knots, SeaWorld, stuff like that is they tend to do very good or okay versions of of rides that we all understand, whereas Disney tends to do things you've just never heard of yep. before. They really push ride innovation, where the only place you can ride something like that, Rise of the Resistance, classic. Like, you're just... Even when Universal tries to do that with, like, Hogwarts, that Hogwarts ride is fine. It's great. The, the queue is amazing. The queue might be Disney adjacent, sure. Disney close. The actual, what I call, you know, the, the coffins that you ride in, uh, in there, that's just not a Disney. That's just not a Disney. It's very close. Closest yeah. thing out of a Disney park might be the, that thing. But Disneyland, you get you get rides that you just can't ride anywhere. Rides of resistance, you just cannot have that experience anywhere yeah. else. Third reason, or my last reason, is just the berm. Again, mm. uh, the, the mere fact yeah, that's that important. when you go into Disneyland, Everything around you fades away and you are only in Disneyland. You don't even get that in California Adventure. You only get that in Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, and and there is something special about being wholly enveloped in this place that you lose yourself in for a day. And it allows, it really does allow any of the anxieties or concerns or sadness or whatever it is that you're experiencing when you go through those gates and you're enveloped in the berm it allows those things to peel away yeah. we've talked about doing therapy in the parks before and using the parks as uh working out feelings and and dealing with negative emotions but i believe the the way the berm encapsulates you and envelops you and hugs you yeah, yeah. disneyland hugs you it allows you to just step away from those problems uh, and and experience something that you cannot experience anywhere else, even if it's in another Disney park. Yeah, is Flo is Magic Kingdom in Florida similar to that? It has a berm and feels similar to that uh, because of the blessing of size. Yeah, uh, because things are so spaced out, you don't really get the sense of the berm itself. Yeah. Uh, but so it wouldn't be a problem anyways because it's such a it's such a contained area. Like Disney correct. owns all that property. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can be in Disneyland. You can be in Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom. And you can see the contemporary from the entrance of the Magic Kingdom, that type of thing. Gotcha. So it's, got, it's got a mega berm. Correct. And that is yeah, its yeah. size. My last one is just the theming and the the interaction of theming and story is is really hard to find anywhere else. Yeah. That I was I was telling you, I think on the Patreon that I watched a documentary about Six Flags over New Orleans and how it closed. And it's like the name of that park was originally Jazzland. And it's like, that's awesome. What's the story there? And it's like, it's music. You know, it's jazz. You know. And I was like, I know, it can be anything because it's jazz. Yeah, and I think I think that's uh, even when you go to themed environments where people say they like theme parks, the the theming part of it is usually kind of surfacey or thin. Sure. Uh, even at Universal, it's like, what is the theme of that? Well, the theme is movie making. Uh, right. And but, what what part like what land is that? Yeah, yeah. And how how does those, how do they interact? But you go into it's very hard to go into Disneyland and pick any random thing from a stump to a badge on the side of a wall, like just any, pick any random thing. And it's, it, there's probably a story behind it and it's probably yeah. connected to some other story. Yeah. Everything park. is intentionally there. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. that's, that's a crazy level of storytelling and, and the interaction of environment and story yeah. that is just so unique to that place that any of the places I mentioned, uh, you know, just aren't going to do that. Yeah, and uh, along those lines, uh, except for maybe the McDonald's. Here, here's my here's my last one plus yeah. one. My last one plus one is we talked a lot about Los Angeles history. Yeah, and uh, and and the history of today or on this show. We've done a lot of work here today. Okay, on this great. Show yeah. About I'm almost LA happy to history. do it with you. 
And I've, I've been so pleased to do it with you. <laughs> what do you got for it? Well, it, the thing is, is that we, we talk about experiencing old Hollywood and what old Hollywood felt like. And so you go to this place to see this and and the, the theater and, and Griffith's Park and going to the beach and everything like that. Disneyland is LA history. Right. I mean, yeah. there there is that. I mean, there is. So if you want to know what it was like to be in Los Angeles during the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, there is a lot that you can experience by going to Disneyland and being a part of that history. This goes back to our first podcast ever over oh. the what is better Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Oh, yeah. When we were sort of figuring out what the show was. And you often said, oh, you mean the part where the park where Walt walk, walked? Yeah. And, uh, and, and because of that, and as we've gone through this show, there's so much unique specialness about Disneyland itself because of the era when it was open, because of its design, because of Walt's experience with Los Angeles during those times that you get a lot of, you, you can have a lot of appreciation for Southern California itself by just being in Disneyland. Right on. Also right the Kardashians. On. Oh, yeah. Travis Barker, too. Yeah. You might see, and you talk about seeing celebrities. The stats were pretty good on the last episode. <laughs> and so I just, I, I, I don't know if it was because we said, you the think word it's because Kardashian. said Kardashian? I, I don't want to risk anything. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. I just feel like Apple and just knows that that's out there. And so I just, I want to make sure we don't lose that. Well, Kardashian to you. Great. And a Kardashian to you, too. Oh, thank you. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. This, I mean, I feel like we're at the end of a show. All I right. had fun. I had fun. I had fun hanging out in LA. I know with I you. want to go to Los Angeles with you. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, right, let's do it. Thanks everybody for listening. We love making this show, and we hope you've enjoyed listening to it. This has been a show that we call Bob's and Bantha's, and it's a podcast. And we release that podcast every single week. Yeah, we do on several platforms. Those include, but are not limited to, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Might as well. Googly doogly. Yeah. And other things where you can listen to this thing that we call a podcast. (laughs) We can also be heard on the Magic of the Mouse radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. You can check out Magic of the Mouse radio by visiting wdisb.com or bobsonsbanthas.com forward slash radio. Radio. Please be sure to subscribe. We'd love it if you left us a review. Is that Allie or is that Allie's that's a, friend? That's Allie. That's Allie. It says yeah. that. And then she pushes him. Yeah. And the, yeah. He, it's like he doesn't even move. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you broke my radio. Yeah. Why does Johnny seem like he's 27 years old in that movie? Because he knows karate and he's tough and he wears a red jacket and a black, very thin headband. He's like eight and a half feet tall, too. <laughs> the thinnest thing you can wear. Where was I? Oh, please be sure to follow us. Yeah, and please. we would love it if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, we like to know what you think about the show. Yeah. And it helps other people find out about it. We would like to thank a listener for leaving us a very, very nice review. Oh, awesome. I love very, very nice reviews. They make my week. It makes uh, it makes my week, too. Yay. Clark J. left us a review that says, It's good, five star. When listening to Bob's and Bantha's, you quickly learn Aaron and Scott love their families, really like each other, are smart, articulate, ridiculously goofy, and are into things that are good. And maybe they're into Disneyland. Not sure. <laughs> Frankly, I would enjoy listening to them talk about anything. Their fast-paced, witty banter is engaging and addictive. It's an oasis from politics, cancel culture, fake and real news, celebrity posers, and sad social media. They are real, and real is funny and entertaining. Wow. And even more important, without even trying, there is goodness to their prattling on about all things Disney. Prattling. They celebrate the goodness of Disney with excitable joy, 
and that is very good. Wow. Wow. What I just got chills reading that. I just got prattled. I've never been prattled before. Well, consider and, yourself prattled. Yay. Uh, what a nice review. Thank you, Clark. Thank you so much. Jay. I feel like there's only one way to balance the good feelings that we're getting right with now. With the review horn? And that's with the oh, review horn. <laughs> the five-star review horn. We uh, got to have it. And now, I feel like we're going to play the one-star wah-wah horn. Oh, no. Did we get a one-star? By reading our one-star review. We, we wait, talked did... about our one-star review. We did not read our one-star Oh, okay. One -star so we review. didn't get an additional one. We did not get an additional one. Should we read our one-star review? Sure. I feel like we've been pretty uh, pretty toothsome on the Newsome, though. Like, not so toothsome on the Newsome. I feel like we haven't talked anything about Newsome in no, quite some... No, we haven't some... been toothsome yeah. on Newsome at all. Yeah, it's been at least two-some weeks since we've talked about That's Newsome. That's true. Well, MD Physicist I think writes... Dr. Seuss needs to write a Newsome book. Oh, my goodness. A gruesome Newsome twosome. Oh, I don't think he's allowed to anymore for multiple reasons. One, because he's dead. That would be the primary one. MD Physicist says, would you know he's smart? Yeah. Because it's all right there in the name. It is. He writes, good, when they talk about Disneyland. Oh. One star. Agrees with Clark. Well, not on that part, but the good part. There are several Disneyland podcasts out there, and this would be one of my top choices. Oh. But they decided well, to talk politics a bit too frequently I for my taste. I was not talking politics. Instead of being excited about Disneyland going maskless, they decide to spend 10 plus minutes complaining that Newsom celebrated returning to normal. Mm, the kids are worth it. He was with a Transformer. He was with a Transformer I wasn't, and Minions. I wasn't upset that he was with a Transformer. I was I was, I was, was remarking that this is the first time the governor has ever been with a Transformer. And How a can minion. I not celebrate and that? And a troll. And a Minion and a troll. How can you not celebrate? This has never happened. I was not talking politics. I was talking about political figures that were with cars we that were turn into robots. Merely observing the fact that the leader of our state spent time with a Transformer. With the leader of the Autobots. Yes. How is that not worth 10 minutes? It's never happened before. Otherwise, decent content when well, they say on topic. Thank you, MD Physicist. Thanks, MD Physicist. We will, we will try to stay on topic when it's convenient to what I want to talk about. That's, that's what right. I can say because that's all. I'm just trying to have fun. It was not a political conversation. I thought, it was, I thought you were worried about the kids, first of all. Just what about the kids? I was worried about the kids. And I thought our governor is with a Transformer. Not just any Transformer. Optimus Prime, the Optimus leader of the Prime. Autobots. That's worth 10 minutes of my day all day long. Absolutely. Thank you for the one-star review. If that's how you feel, I can appreciate that. And thank and you even more to Clark J for the five-star review. That is was a delightful read. Yeah. And uh, we just really appreciate hearing from our fans. Uh, no matter what. Our, no matter how many stars our former fans. Just don't leave three. Leave five or one. Take a position. That's what I'm saying. All right. You can visit us at bobsaysandbanthas.com. You can email us, podcast at bobsaysandbanthas.com if you have a question, want to do a collaboration with us, or you can DM us over on Instagram or maybe even Twitter. Yeah. You can support us, patreon.com forward slash bobsaysandbanthas. You can wear us at Public. And just join us over on Instagram where we have lots of fun with all of our Bantha tiers. We're at Bob Says and Banthas. Until next week, check out Scott's new camel podcast, One Hump or Two. <laughs> camel Flip Flop. That's what we call it. He's been Aaron. That was my bit. That was your oh, bit. Camel Pod. Camel Pod. And I've been Scott. Kaboom! There you go. And we've been Bosses and Banthas. Thanks very much for listening. I just flubbed that last line. That's okay. We're at the end of this. Yeah, podcast. we'll see you next week. See you next week. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for more fun. 
synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound, yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.